Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. So I was getting ready for the show today, Anson, scrolling through Facebook, and I came across a picture with no explanation, and I found myself just dumbfounded. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this picture yeah. right now. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yes. These are Mountain Dew hot dogs? <laughs> Question mark? Oh my goodness. Do dogs? Do dogs. I don't. I don't. Mountain Dew dogs. I don't understand. They are. Um, they're like neon they're, green. They're green. They're the color <laughs> they're of the, Mountain Dew, Kara. They really are. And um, I, I just don't know what to say about this besides why. Okay. Can I can I honestly, can I let you in yeah. on a little secret? Yes. I saw that you were going to talk about this today. Okay. Yes. And I actually saw the picture a little earlier. <laughs> yes. And I literally had to go Google and do some fact checking. <laughs> To make sure these were real. I'm glad you did. Because they look fake. They look fake. They're ridiculous. They're real. Kara. They're real. This is a real thing. You could buy these in the store. And I am flabbergasted. I like Yes! Who wants this? <laughs> That's Amen. what I want to know. That's what we want to know. Who could possibly be clamoring <laughs> yes. for radioactive neon green <laughs> hot dogs? Yes! I have no idea. I agree. What do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and us have in common? I think a lot more than you might think. Zoe here with you on Real FM, and obviously I just saw the latest movie, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It came out earlier this week on Wednesday, and something that really struck me was just how universally human of a story it is, even though it's about four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles named after historical artists. I mean, it's so funny how we can connect to these characters and their plight, because we all want community, acceptance, to be loved, to seek out those things. I think that's just an innate desire in each and every one of us, and we can all relate to it. And I think that's because God put that in us. You know, we want to have community with each other. God God said it's not right for man to be alone, right? We want to have that community. We want to feel accepted. We want to feel loved. And I think the unique thing about us as Christians is that we have this. We have this community, this acceptance, and this love, and we get to give it to others, and we get to share it with them and show it to them. And obviously, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle doesn't have that kind of an ending. It's not a Christian movie or anything like that. But it does. it is telling to me that we all seek this. We all want this. It's something we can all relate to. And so how much you know, more comforting is it to know that? and know that we can share it with others. I don't know, I just feel like that's really comforting to know I can easily share the gospel with people because we all want those things in life. So on Friday, my wife and I, we celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary. Aw, congrats. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I was just reflecting on this. Uh, anniversaries are kind of a funny thing, yeah. I feel like, because <laughs> in the first few years of our marriage, it kind of felt like there was a fair bit of pressure oh, to yeah. do certain things to celebrate. It's you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah. So our, our celebrations were pretty consistent, right? Yeah. Like we get a gift for each other, Aww. maybe we go out to eat, we do a fun joint activity, and all of that's well and good. Like nothing sure. wrong with any of that at all. But things have evolved a little bit <laughs> yes. now that we're like 16 years into this thing. Fair. Like the variance from our year to year anniversary celebrations has yes. increased. It's gotten a little wider. <laughs> okay. Like last year. We literally took a trip to Scotland. Oh, yeah. It was yes. a big, huge anniversary celebration. 15 Epic. years, went to Europe. That's fair. This year, we sat in bed and read a book. <laughs> <laughs> hey! 
okay. And I here's think, the thing, Kara. Yeah. That was fun, too. I think that sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, maybe not quite as fun as I Scotland, mean, but still. Yeah. <laughs> still. They're just as special. Yeah. Man in bear costume or bear acting as man? That is the question all over the internet. There is a video that has gone viral. It was taken at a Chinese zoo where there is this bear looking thing <laughs> standing on its feet, on its hind legs. And if you only see an image of it, not the video, it legitimately looks like a man dressed in some sort of bear costume just standing. It is super trippy. But if you keep watching the video and watch it kind of move back down on its on the rest of its legs and crawl around normally like a bear, you're like, no, 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 that's definitely a bear. But it, it is super confusing. I actually started looking up other pictures, other images of this breed of bear. It's called the sun bear. And they they just look weird. That is that is the lesson that we can take away from this. If these images and videos are to be believed, this bear is weird. It looks like a human in a costume, like the way its legs are working. It's odd. You know, nature is just weird and some things are stranger than fiction. And so that is what has the internet in an uproar. Anson, I'm thinking back to a time when you and your wife were welcoming a new baby into the world. Mm, yes. That week like leading up to the welcome, I imagine you were doing a lot of preparation. Yes, for sure. Definitely some like preparation of our home. Right. And also lots of like mental preparation yes, as well. Yes, exactly. And you're like thinking about maybe as you had more and more children, like, okay, we also got to prepare the siblings. Oh, like, yeah. oh, there's going to be an adjustment. So we are in preparation mode this week to welcome a new member to our family. Not a human baby, but a fur baby. Aww. Gilbert is coming this <laughs> week. That's Woo! right, this is the, uh, the kitten, kitten from Nebraska. Yes, he's coming. My mom's gonna bring him down on Thursday. Okay. And so we've been like ordering things and getting things <laughs> ready. And like we even, and, and you know, part of the reason you order things is to get stuff for the cat, but also yeah. to get the box for the cat. Oh, right. You know, for yeah, you the, just need lots of boxes. Just lots around. of boxes. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. that's really all you need to do <laughs> to prepare. What is something that you would do to connect more with your grandparents? I feel like this woman is knocking it out of the park here and it's so sweet. She found her grandma's old fashioned sketches and decided to create them, bring them to life. She said she taught herself how to sew and would cobble things together from vines at the thrift store. And she's done an amazing job. I mean, just looking at the sketch and then looking at her real life thing that she made, it's really cool. And what's even better is that her grandma gives feedback on each of these new outfits and I think it's kind of funny but it's also made this a real bonding experience for the two of them she says her grandma is becoming one of her best friends I think this is awesome and it inspires me to think about our grandmas and grandpas in life and how we can interact with them more learn from them and build these kinds of relationships So Anson, I've, I've mentioned before that depression is something that I've struggled with on and off for a good part of my life. And so I always appreciate when someone else shares about their story and their journey with this. I think that's so important when it yeah. comes to depression too, because it can be such an isolating oh, thing. Yeah. You feel so alone 
So when other people speak honestly about their experiences, yes. it's really helpful. It's one of the most helpful things ever. And that's why I wanted to share this today that was encouraging to me from actress Kristen Bell. If you have kids at home that watched Frozen a million times, yeah. think Anna. Mm -hmm. That's Kristen Bell's right? voice. She plays a lot of like happy characters uh, and things mm -hmm. in her movies and, and voiceovers and all of that. But I love what she said, being very open about her own struggle with depression. She said, what I would say to my younger self is don't be fooled by this game of perfection that humans play. Mm. She said, because Instagram and magazines and TV shows, they strive for a certain aesthetic and everything looks beautiful and people seem like they don't have any problems. Right, yep. But everyone is human. Everyone has problems. Everyone feels yucky on the inside mm. sometimes. Never feel embarrassed or ashamed about who you are because there are people out there to help and we're all just human and you can do it. A new acronym is trending. Yes, this is JOMO. It's supposed to replace FOMO. And I love this concept. I think this is actually really interesting. FOMO, in case you've never heard it, is fear of missing out. And JOMO is its opposite, joy of missing out. And already I love it because instead of buying into fear and shame and anxiety, oh, I have to do this because everyone else is doing it, I'm gonna miss out. Instead, we have the joy. The joy of watching our friends try something new that's trendy and we don't want to and we get to laugh at them. Just kidding. Laugh in a loving, respectful way at our friends who do stupid new things. <laughs> but I think there is real joy in just focusing on whatever we have that's right in front of us and not chasing things that are new and trendy and oh no we're gonna miss out no we actually miss out when we forget what's really important so i think this is a cool concept jomo as a parent there are a few key phrases that i find myself uttering <laughs> more than any other uh-huh one of those on that list is no, please don't wipe your hands on that. Oh, yes. Happens constantly. <laughs> Wiping hands on your shirt oh. or your pants or yep. your dress or the table or, or the on couch. me or oh, the yeah. dog or yeah, literally anything literally, yeah. other than just using a, a napkin, napkin. Or a paper towel. <laughs> Fair. You know, those things literally invented That's... to wipe your hands on. Yeah. <laughs> this happened to a mom out in California. Her name is Kristen. She took her two-year-old to her friend's wedding. Uh-huh. So at the reception after the wedding, Kristen takes her two-year-old daughter, Jaina, to eat her dinner. After that, they go to meet the bride. Yeah. She pulls out her phone because she's thinking, you know what, my daughter is probably gonna react like crazy to this beautiful wedding dress. Oh, yeah. And so I want to get a reaction. So she turns on her phone, leads Jaina up to the bride and says, here, say hello. And Jaina, instead of saying hello, walks up to the bride, picks up a corner of her dress, and <gasps> wipes her face <laughs> on the white wedding dress no! to get the sauce oh, off no! of her face. Oh, no. And Kristen, this poor mom, says like she was just absolutely like mortified. You know, apologizing profusely. Oh, I'm so, God. so sorry. Oh. Credit to the bride. By the way, she handled it super well. Oh. 
didn't leave behind much of a stain anyway. Oh my she was gosh. totally chill and kind about the whole ordeal. <laughs> Unlike the internet, by the way, who like was way more bridezilla than the actual bride, Aww. saying like you should never take your kids to weddings and oh, come should on. always keep them away from the bride and yada yada yada, oh, and like, getting all angry about it. That's silly. They handled it super well. Aww, um, good for them. But I, as a fellow parent, I just I you sympathize. I felt for this mom so much. Anson is so triggered right now. I really am. <laughs> The Eras Tour has been a pretty big deal. I didn't grow up listening to Taylor Swift's music, so I don't have a personal connection to it, but I know many people do. For example, a young girl named Haley. Haley related on a very personal level to Taylor's song, Bad Blood, because she has spent most of her life in and out of hospitals, thanks to having diamond blackfin anemia, a rare blood disorder. And then this disorder led to her having cancer, which took her leg. Haley has led a very hard life, and she said all she could think about was surviving, so she could enjoy life, be at her siblings' weddings in the future, and run. Taylor's music got her through a lot, and thanks to her own organization, she powered through her treatments and is alive today. She's also using her organization, Haley's Heroes, to help others. And during all of those years, Taylor's music made such a huge impact on her life. And thanks to a connection at a local hospital during all these cancer treatments, Haley met with someone who had two extra tickets to the Eras Tour. And she was able to be surprised, given this dream come true, go with her mom and experience that Taylor Swift concert. I think life can feel hopeless at times, especially when we're facing intense battles like cancer and constant illness. And I think this story just goes to show that there is hope and that there is joy, especially when we come together, support each other, and make things possible. Thanks for listening to The Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>